0: plushcare.com slash weight loss. I've said it before, and I really, this is the time I mean it the absolute most. I really, really, <laughs> I don't want to do a podcast now because that is, that was horrific. That was absolutely horrific. Um, first of all, absolutely fair play to Bournemouth. They've absolutely done us here. The spirit to hold on, to go on and win it. Fair play to them. Be nice if our lot could muster that. You know, I I rather naively was saying in the preview to the game that I thought, I don't think it was naive. I had some hope that Tottenham would see out the rest of the season in a pretty strong and convincing fashion. I had hope that everybody was starting to write us off a bit too easily, um, that the narrative was overwhelmingly, lol, Spurs. Yeah, there we were, just on the outskirts of the top four, breathing down everybody else's neck. You yeah, know, Newcastle set up today, Newcastle lost. Um and we just don't ever seem to want to capitalize on on those opportunities i really don't know look you know this is this is straight after the game so maybe on reflection there'll be plenty more in reflection in a few days time there'll be plenty more that will come out from this but My main feeling really is just, what the fuck are we doing? What are we doing? Why is why is still Why is Conte's backroom staff in charge of the club still? What are we doing? And we joke. We we have the whole Logan Roy. Yeah, you know, uh, anybody that doesn't watch it, Succession, very popular show. There's a funny line in there where he's saying to his kids. I love you, but you're not serious people. And that is just Tottenham. Like, this is just, it's it's just farcical. And whatever, we got this Scott Munn bloke in. I don't, I, I was, I haven't bothered speaking about it on a podcast because I don't fucking know. Like, I don't think anybody really knows, do they? Or he did some stuff in Australia. I've seen mixed kind of thoughts about him from, a certain Aussie span Aussie Spans <laughs> Aussie Spurs fans, um, on on Twitter and whatever, and I think everybody's a bit like mm-hmm, you know, but I'm not. I'm not leading a campaign against Scott. Man, I'm just. I just don't. What are we rooting for now, man? Like, I think that's the main thing. This is the thing. that's So exasperating that me and Shara sort of saying when we're watching this it's not it's not an entitlement thing it's not oh I just want Spurs to steamroll every game I I expect Spurs to win everything like it'd be nice but really what you what you want is something again that you can believe in a, a project that is It's got some cohesion to it. Like if you look, if you imagine something like Brighton, they lose Potter. Everybody thought that would be the end of it, and they've just like found another manager. It's just managed to slot in there. They lose their best players time after time after time, and they've always got a queue of other players just to plug in to fit in because they're clearly a well organized outfit. They're a they're a they're a club that has a has a philosophy, has a mantra. There's just, there's none of that at Tottenham. It's just gone. It's just absolutely gone. Um, And, you know, great hearing the fans singing for Pochettino again. Obviously, it's not going to come as any surprise. That's what I want. There's been a lot of talk about company. That does excite me on a certain level. I'm not going to lie. It's intriguing. That's the thing, right? What he's done with Burnley is great um i had a little running with somebody on twitter about it who was kind of giving me the you're an idiot type treatment about it for having any skepticism over over company obviously i don't agree with that i don't think burnley yeah okay they've done very very well but it's still not the rags to riches story i don't think that people want to make out that it is there are there are club with a huge infrastructure now um they're a premier league club they're a proper club if you go up there the training ground all of it the facilities they're, they're a big club they're miles ahead of a lot of teams in the championship but he's done a good job there i get i get that um but people want to revise history on it now because he was shite when he came to the premier league but a lot of people were saying they want Steven Gerrard to be Tottenham manager because of what he was doing at Rangers. And now when I when I made that comparison, it's been you know, it it it's been put back at me, "Oh, no, anybody could do that with Rangers." Well, they fucking haven't, though, have they? And plenty of people, like I say, plenty of people were admiring the work that Steven Gerrard was doing with Rangers. But people want to revise history, now they want to act like, oh no no no, it's completely unfounded. What a ridiculous comparison to make to compare, you know, somebody like Vincent Kompany with Stephen Gerrard. It's not really, though, is it? Um. So there, there is, there is that anxiety there. There is that feeling that maybe he should come up with Burnley and carry on doing what he's doing with them, in the Premier League, and just see how it goes. The other point that, it might be true, it might not be, um, but somebody else said to me on on Twitter that when we bring in company, second Pep goes, all of it is going to be is just destabilising everything that we're doing. So if we are in a good place at that point, if Pep goes, he's probably going to want to go there. And because if he's, especially if he's doing a good job at Tottenham. So, but, you know, I... I, I that can happen with anybody. That can happen with any manager. So I don't, you know, that's that's the sort of secondary concern for me. The primary one for me is that I don't know how much time. He, I mean, he was he was at elect as well, to be fair, and he he was doing a good job there. So you know, I I would much rather have Vincent Company, I would say, than basically anybody else that isn't called Maurizio Pochettino. I think I I think I would I would say that even even more than Nagelsmann um because I've got with Nagelsmann I just feel like he's going to be going to be in the same place if it doesn't go his way he's going to just default back to this is the club's fault not my fault I'm too big for this like this this wouldn't happen to me if I was at Chelsea actually you know I just I can't be bothered for for that I think Vincent company's in a good place where I don't think I think you know He's got the aura of being a legendary Premier League Premier League winning captain. One of the best defenders the Premier League's ever seen. It's so funny to me how he gets left out of the conversation so much. It's always Van Dijk or Rio Ferdinand. But I think, I think Vincent Kompany's miles better than either of them were, to be honest. But, you know, um, it's a side point. Uh, again, everyone, everyone. I, I I digress massively. This is you know, stream of consciousness after a fucking football match that's ended that way. My point is, I'm just in that zone now where whoever we bring in, company, Pochettino, Deserbi, whoever, we just it just feels like it's gonna be that same merry-go-round. We're gonna get good for a bit. We're not gonna push the button when we need to to try and win the league. And then it'll all fall apart again. You know, and, but Daniel Levy isn't going to go anywhere. Enoch aren't going to go anywhere unless somebody wants to buy the club. Fair play to everybody that is protesting, that manages to protest without resorting to anti-Semitism as well. You know, pound signs in names and photos, crude photoshops of parasites and stuff we can do without all that you can make a point without doing all that shit but fair play to anybody that is you know there's a, there's plenty of people that still go outside the ground outside the training grounds. you know fair play to them they're doing something they're not just sitting on Twitter arguing about it or, <laughs> or sitting on podcasts and belly aching about stuff Um, I don't know it's, look, it's at the end of a pretty emotionally fraught season, right? And so... Once the dust has settled on all this a bit, hopefully Manchester City win the league. We can reassess and go again. That's the the football terminology, isn't it? That basically everybody says now. Um, go again next year and see what happens, but... There is the anxiety of Arsenal being top of the league. But there's also the fact that Chelsea, you wouldn't guarantee them having a terrible season again next year, especially not with the talent they've amassed. Probably with Julian Nagelsmann. Julian? Julian? Name, Julian Nagelsmann in charge of the club next year as well. You'd imagine they'll be probably quite decent. Liverpool, fuck knows. Newcastle, you know, they're... Project's well underway, isn't it? Um, Maybe they've fired ahead a bit quickly. I don't know. I don't know. But they're, they're certainly kind of announcing themselves now, aren't they? Manchester United, back in the mix. Arsenal good. City are always good. Where does Spurs fit? But also, right now, my concern, my anxiety isn't Will Spurs make a title race next year? Will It'd Be great. But my real pressing concern now is, can we please just have some kind of identity? Can we please just shift this along a bit now? Um, Because it's just, it's been years of this now after Pochettino, right? And the final half season of Pochettino's tenure as well you know i'm not going to pretend otherwise on that front but it just feels like the it's a slowly deflating balloon at tottenham and it's it's just not it's not going anywhere is it it's just not going anywhere it's just horrible seeing them Doing what they're doing. And I know we can look at this and say we're still <laughs> well with, well within reach of finishing in the top four. But it's just not right, is it? It isn't right. We know it's not right. Harry Kane, Harry Kane individually has won us 22 points this year. 22 points, right? That tells you all you need to know about how good or not we are. You know, like, and people may want to say that shock horror, best player on team is good for team. I get that to a degree, but that's the most of any player in the entire Premier League. To say that we're not reliant on, on one player is pretty mad if you consider that Without those, what, we'd be on 31 points now. We'd be round about where Bournemouth-West Ham are. 14th, 15th in the league. And how many times this year have we actually looked good? Honestly, how many times have we actually looked good? And how many times this year have we come out of games like last week saying, how did we win that? I have no idea, but whatever. And as I've said on here, as plenty of other people have said, the reason why we win these games is because we have some world-class players, generally a world-class player in Harry Kane. But other than that, it's just a shambles. And like I'm a, I'm going to be a broken record on this for for some time, but it's still relevant. Antonio Conte is an utter fraud. What an absolute state this team is, and I I don't I don't I just don't buy the idea that we can just lump all this on the players. Yeah, there might be some players that are in need of a bit of a refresh. We've had Dav Sanchez today, who's come on and reminded us again of who he is, but he's got no confidence at all. And it's definitely not going to have any after today, you know. It's look at Aston Villa. Look at Aston, look at the turnaround in Aston Villa with good coaching, with a with a with a clear idea of what you want the team to be, with an emphasis on on actually playing football, of trying to of trying to get the best out of the players you have at your disposal. Yeah, we've had to sit and listen to Antonio Conte for the past couple of years, tell us there's nothing that he can do. This world-class manager, there's nothing he can do with the players at his disposal. I just don't buy it, man. I don't I don't buy it. Don't buy it. Eddie Howe. Half of those... Newcastle are spending money. Let's make no mistake. They are spending money. They've got the momentum of that project of... I would guess the players knowing that they are going to be a big team. I think that helps. It helps breed into the players. This is exciting. This is a good place to be. I want to stay here. I want to be a part of this. And they raise their game. And as I keep saying about from us, you know, fish rots from the head. That vision isn't there at Tottenham. It's not. Again, I reiterate, I understand that the Formula One go-kart track and the concerts and this type of stuff is good. It's good to diversify what that stadium can provide for the club when we're not backed by an oil-rich state. But the emphasis on that side, the commercial side of the club, is so heavy... It's so heavy, and it's been so heavy for years. And to be constantly told, for the, for the message to constantly be, we can't compete with the top teams out there. <sighs> I mean, d- All right, in fairness, in fairness, Daniel Levy has never come out and said that. I'm pretty sure he had, actually... I don't know. Somebody, him or Paratici, I'm pretty sure not too long ago, have said it's difficult. It's very difficult. And it's just, you know, it's just... Oh. It's just going round in a loop, though. This could be the same fucking podcast you could have put this on after... Fucking Southampton or any of the other shit shows we've put out this this year, because it's the same thing we're going over and over and over and over about. This kind of yo-yoing of Tottenham, of, oh, actually, we look all right. Oh, look, you know, we kind of came back into this game. We fought back and then we nearly won it at the end, but we didn't. Fucking Bournemouth went up the other end of the pitch and scored again. How's this fucking happen, man? You know, like, it's... And Dav Sanchez has been thrown under the bus today. I mean he's he's don't a, he's awful. He is awful. He needs to go. And I'd be he might come on, that's that's got to be the last time we ever see him in a Tottenham shirt. Because that's horrible. Horrible that everything that's happened to him on a on a personal, individual level, as a as a man, as a human being. To see that happen to him, it's hideous. It's so uncomfortable it's so uncomfortable to see that type of thing happen but he didn't he didn't he didn't march down the tunnel he sat on a bench he sat out there and stayed there and he took it so fair play to him on that front um but equally a lot of people are very quick to say oh this is disgusting this is disgraceful from these fans people have no voice man like they don't and that's the way you voice your concern about these type of things if people are pelting him with personal abuse and stuff, yeah, that's a different thing. But the pantomime of live entertainment, of booing, of making your thoughts known, I think that's part of it. you know. And it is uncomfortable. It's it's, it's not nice. And I could say if he's getting actual abuse, don't condone that in the slightest, quite obviously. But the booing and such, as awful as it is, it's, it's on the management on the management for throwing a player who's so clearly out of confidence out of form all of it into a game like that as as it was said on twitter um billy mac most of you will know who he is on twitter um tweet good mac i think his handle is i can't remember what it is at the moment um he you know he was saying that, that yeah, sure. You can you can complain about Sanchez being bad, but we all know he's bad. It's it's a more damning indictment on the coaching and what's been happening at Spurs for the past two years. That they're so wedded to this three at the back idea that they can't think of any alternative to that that might be more suitable. And as one of the responses to that was. It's like only making soup. It's like making soup when all that you have at home is forks. I mean that. I've, but- <laughs> I've butchered that. See who? What was it? That said Because that? It was brilliant. Um, let's have a look. I've got to find this now. Uh, uh, uh. So Birmingham, yeah, Mike J. Paul. So tweet good underscore Mac. His uh, his original tweet was, I mean, Davinson Sanchez is rubbish, but it's an utter failure of coaching that we can't seemingly consider anything other than a back five. Bang on. And Mike Paul's response was, it's like constantly making soup when we have our forks. Um, and yeah, perfectly put. Perfectly put. It's just, it's... It's It's awful. It's awful, and just give us something to believe in, here, man. Like I, I don't, I don't see how Stellini. St- Even I, I was saying this after the Brighton game, and I was getting pelted through it. We were awful against Brighton. I was being told I was too negative. We were terrible. We lost that game. We lost against Brighton. I say it again 2 plus 2 equals 5 I realise this but we lost we lost that game against Brighton we got lucky we got so lucky but it was an awful performance today an awful performance we had a little window where we thought we oh we might actually do alright we were terrible terrible again um, going to end up turning into that fucking Arsenal fan he used to shout and scream in his car aren't you know the one that looks like Dan Kilpatrick um. Uh, I'm going to do the let's do the players oh Manchester City 1-0 up nice one Um, let's do the players hey it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out Quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods All at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too. Like finding the right therapist... just can't replace him I'm not going to say I'm not going to say the same stuff every week but he's playing out from the back I say he says I'm not going to say the same thing every week and then goes on to make the same point again but his playing out from the back is terrible he made a couple of good saves today um, from what I can remember could he have done better with any of the goals probably not feels a bit harsh but whatever it's Hugo Lloris. We you know, we know everything now. Um, Longley went off pretty soon, didn't he? Into the game. When did he go off? Sort of towards the end of the first half. Nothing really stood out. Eric Dyer, Pauling. Apparently gonna get offered a new three year deal. I think myself of a few couple of months ago, even would have probably said, Yeah, that's good, he's a good squad player, but I'm actually I'm actually kind of with the school of thought old mate that was on the apprentice does a pterodactyl impressions. He, uh, he said something that it doesn't set a good precedent for the club that you're rewarding failure. I guess you're rewarding giving a player a three year contract who has been quite average for a while now. Um, doesn't really scream ambition and that does feel quite harsh and it might be something I'll reflect upon and think well he's also a player that's managed to get us into Champions League contention and all these other kind of things but he's a player that Pochettino wanted out really towards the end of his tenure at the start and he's still here so do we want another three years of it? I guess the people that run the club do. Christian Romero. I thought he was good, but he had a... Him, when we were on the attack in the second half and he was lying around on the floor, holding his face because of some nothing, like... Brief contact with an elbow as one, I think it was. Um... Lerma was it? I think he was Lerma he was having a 50-50 with and Lerma was just kind of shielding the ball and whatever and it, an arm just kind of brushed Romero and he's rolling around on the floor trying to get a red card and just fucking get up mate like if we're on the attack if we're in a game like that just just use some fucking sense fine if, if Bournemouth are on the attack and you get caught go down hold your face and then they'll stop the game but just just come on um even perisic i actually thought he was good today um it's funny like given that he's like conte's pet i think he's been at his best since conte's gone so no idea no idea really what's going on but i thought perisic was all right today if he goes at the end of the year though still not bothered oliver skip Alright. I thought I thought he started the game quite well but then just faded. And I think Hoybeer much the same. I think that actually no, actually for the, was it the third goal? Hoybeer was pitiful again doing his his trademark almost now Hoybeer thing of just running past somebody. Like when you tr- when he's trying to be when you're trying to defend, he just runs past them. And like flails a leg. I, just, uh, I don't know. It bothers me a lot, our centre midfield. It bothers me that Eve Basuma, we signed a player like Eve Basuma and he's disappeared in the fashion that he has at Tottenham. I know he's injured now, but even before that, seeing nothing from him, one of the league's best kind of midfielders, or at least most promising, Should we say. Be old of a skip, fine but faded. Hoybier, alright in patches, but like, I think this formation doesn't do either of them any favours. Let's put it that way. Pedro Porro, man, he's just Sergio Reguilón. He really is. I just watch it and I'm just like, We just signed another reguilon We've just signed another one of the full backs, wing backs, whatever you want to call it, I don't care. A player in that position, basically, who He's good dot, dot, dot. But. Same with Aurea Same with Royale. Same with even Matt Doherty. And now we've got it with Porro as well. Yeah, yeah, you know, they're quite good. No, right, there should be lots of promise there. But. I mean, he was he was awful today. Awful. And I don't think that's his level. I don't. I think he probably is a decent player and he might be really good if if you dropped him into Manchester City's team now but they've binned him off in the first place so it, it, it's just a, you know it, just when can we just catch a break you know when can we just sign a player and they're just good and they're just good and that's that and they make the team better. Humming Son. I mean, just looks like Son again, right? Very well taken goal. Dangerous for pretty much the entire game. I think he was our best player today by a long way. Um, he was constantly causing problems to them. Making good runs. Picking up the ball well. You know, he's one of the few players that's come out to the press and said how sad he was about Conte going and how he feels guilty about not playing better for him and all that type of stuff. But you can't help but feel that he's playing better now that he doesn't have Antonio Conte scowling at him from the sidelines. Doesn't have Antonio Conte telling him not to shoot or whatever. Because he just looks like Son again. And suddenly all these kind of theories about, or maybe his body's given up on him and, whatever it just kind of seems like bollocks actually he's just a really fucking good footballer who's been playing in a shit system under a horrible manager um Dejan Kulusevsky woeful today uh, just doesn't look fit uh, hopefully he'll be good next year that's my main thing on on Kulu just hope holding hope that we've we've seen how good Kulu can be um Or Decky, as he likes to be called. Um, We've seen how good he can be. Sorry, I'm just trying to charge my phone. It's running out of batteries. Um, So I'm charging it. Hence the rustling and stuff in the background. But we've seen how good he can be. And he... he, You know, this year just is what it is. Harry Kane, I thought, was horrible today. Horrible performance from him. Um, He was coming into it in that brief little spell when we were trying to turn things around but I don't know I there's only so much the fella can do on his own right um, as far as I can you know results like today I think this sort of sense that oh will he won't he sign a new contract I think results like today would just be those sort of final nails in the coffin for him when he's like I cannot stay at this club I can't I cannot risk it here any longer you know Um, so I think he'll probably go if we get any sort of offer for him I don't know fuck knows I don't know I I don't want to go into all that now but I thought today he was poor Davison Sanchez spoke about him in the main pod awful just should never play for Tottenham again sell him let him enjoy his career. I'm sure he will go to La Liga. Somebody, you know, Athletic Bilbao or somebody will sign him and he'll be good and he'll have good time out there. Probably win a fucking Europa League or something, especially if he signs for Se- signs for Sevilla. Win Europa League and we can see some more funny banter posts from uh, Paddy Power or whoever. Ha ha ha, Davinson Sanchez won a trophy after leaving Tottenham. Great, yeah, we know that. Um, So, because today is just, it's grim, it's uncomfortable. I don't, I'm not as, you know, like I said, I don't condemn the fans booing him because people pay a lot of money to go and watch Tottenham and they've had enough. And as long as it's not vitriolic abuse booing and all that is pantomime and that's fans having themselves be heard. Players will be cheered wildly and their names will be sung when they deserve it, you know? It's it's part of their profession. It's how it goes. Um, Richarlison, whatever, and it came on for a bit. Didn't really do much. Missed, actually, to be fair, missed a golden opportunity with that header can keep making excuses for that lad and I'm sure he's in his own head a bit but so sort of opportunities you've got to take fella you just have to do it Um, and he didn't I thought Dan Juma was brilliant when he came on I thought his spirit was good took his goal well he was constantly causing a problem for them to think that we probably wouldn't have even had him on today if Lucas Moura hadn't been banned Just again, what a shambles the people, at least in charge of the playing matters of the club, namely Antonio Conte and his staff, have proven to be. um, Because he looked really good when he came on. Don't know. Really bizarre. Really bizarre. Um, But all in all, shit game, shit performance. Where do we go from here? Fuck knows. I have started up some... Yeah, apologies, but some some paywalled content. Um, You can check that out through... I post it from the the Roost Twitter account. It's on the Buy Me A Coffee website. Do a preview pod. So much like this, but a preview version of this, basically. Um, And I'll be doing some other random stuff on there as the months go by, especially through summer. So come and have a listen see what you think um, check it out you can find the link in like I say on the on the rule of the roost twitter account it's like buymeacoffee.com slash Um let me just double check that link I might as well I might as well actually try and do this thing properly yep so it's buymeacoffee.com slash Trunk. So you can uh yeah, you can you can join that there, listen to any of the the pre-match pods and the other stuff that will be coming along. Um please also send any questions or voice notes or anything like that about football or even about other random stuff, who knows? Um to tetrunk at gmail.com or send it to my dms or to the pods dms on twitter that would be much appreciated i will be doing a mailbag pod as well um if you want a break from tottenham hotspur football club you can also listen to byob pod bring your own blockbuster which is me and ben haynes and our producer alex um Basically visiting old films, talking about them, and yeah, that's the long and short of it. I haven't solved that very well, but I'm really annoyed. <laughs> it's because of Tottenham. Um, I'm actually really, really annoyed. I'm really fucking annoyed. It's not. It's not an affected thing. Doing this pod has been like pulling teeth today. Sorry if it's felt that way. Listening to it, I'm sure it has.